0: Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1993's Dazed and Confused, directed by Richard Linklater and starring a whole ton of people. And we'll just talk about them as we discuss the movie. That's right. If if you're curious, just look up the movie and see who's in it. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching?
1: Um, I guess uh, courtesy of a first rate outfit named American Airlines, I watched Predator for free. Oh yes, yeah, that was great. That was <laughs> a nice flight. I watched <laughs> Predator for free. <laughs> right. You can't get much better exactly. than that. <laughs> I- I'm, I'm like I'm like swiping right on the on the on the little thing there, and Predator came up I'm like on the Arnold Tinder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was seven a.m. on a Sunday. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's watch Predator. Can't go
0: wrong with you yeah. know predator anytime no so exactly
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dude yeah awesome i love predator it, it one of it could be my favorite arnold movie it, it's it's way tied yeah. for like with three other ones probably but yeah yeah great stuff i watched a movie that is nominated for best animated film mm. this year it's kubo and the two strings it's from laika studios they did the like the box trolls and Coraline and oh, and all yeah. those claymation kind of movies yeah Um, this story was awesome, man. Okay. And the animation style is amazing. I really liked it a whole lot. It was great as, like, a kid's movie and as an adult movie. Mm. Uh, the, the screenplay was great. Yeah. Which was really cool. Okay. It wasn't just a typical, it kind of was a typical kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, it was just so original. I loved it. Are they at all related to Studio Ghibli? They are not. Okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, it's probably... They are definitely making a name for themselves lately. Okay, the studio quality. is. Yeah, it's very quality. Like okay. You talk about animation today, and you talk about like Pixar, yeah, Ghibli, mm-hmm. and now you can probably start talking about Laika. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, nice. It is. It was a good movie, dude. Cool. So kids and adults alike, go watch that movie. Yep. So now let's talk about a movie that. Is from 1993, Days to Confused. <laughs> uh-huh. Dave, why don't you give everyone a synopsis? All right. Um, so it's somewhere in Texas, and it's the last
1: day of school, 1976. And uh, all the juniors are now going to be officially become seniors because it's the summer before senior year. Mm-hmm. All the eighth graders are now incoming freshmen. So it's time to bond, time to party, and time to get punished, time to get <laughs> hazed, uh, time to get blitzed. And, you know, everybody's going to just be... Uh, doing their thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, this is a very famous film, um, famous for starting the careers of a lot of people we know today. And mm-hmm. as Scott said at the top, about like he he omitted the cast list because uh, to try to you know whittle this cast down to two or three people we can name is mm-hmm. kind of impossible. So
0: it's very impossible. Yep. Last time I said uh, at the end of the last episode that it had Matthew McConaughey and Ben Affleck in it. Yeah. Like maybe the two biggest names. Out of this? Maybe, yeah. But you
1: could argue with a lot of other ones, too, dude. I so. mean, Parker Posey has her has her fans, Definitely. certainly. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, uh, great cast. Yeah. And we've talked about Richard Linklater a lot yes. on this show, kind of off the cusp. Yeah. Like, not in an official episode fashion, right. but just different ideas come to us and say, it's very Linklater-esque. Yeah. Or, I watched this movie, oh yeah, that's awesome.
1: I mean, you watched the Before Trilogy and- yeah. Um, I think I mentioned Waking Life at some point I I did Bernie
0: Yes. Yes You just watched Everybody Wants Some Yep So Uh huh and I know we've mentioned Dazed and Confused on a dozen episodes. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably come up, yeah. <laughs> it was Goodfellas and then Dazed yes, and Confused was right. the movies we talked about the most. <laughs> we haven't mentioned Goodfellas in a long time. I know. We, since we, we did a Goodfellas episode. We've been
1: behaving ourselves since we did the actual episode. I think we got it out of our system. <laughs> I think so. And and hopefully, <laughs> I, I know that Dazed didn't have as much run, so let, let, let's
0: hope that our 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 references don't stop after this episode. Yeah, let's keep them going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this movie, Dave said, you know, a lot of partying, mm-hmm. hanging out. There's a new batch of seniors, there's a new batch of freshmen, and we get to see them through one night at the end of school, Mm -hmm. hanging out, and just talking about the future, kind of, and there's not really a plot to the movie, it's just, let's hang out and experience what life is like in a boring small town in Texas for teenagers. Which is a Linklater hallmark. Mm -hmm. Um, No plot.
1: You know, because really... A movie doesn't really require a story or a plot. Mm-hmm. Um, it requires good acting, capturing great images, and you know, good writing. It, it, mm-hmm. wh- whether that's come up with by the actors or by a screenwriter, and that's what Linklater is able to capture in all of his movies. Yeah, um, is just a non-story that sucks you in like a story would yeah. because of compelling characters. Yep, he
0: writes characters like no one else, man. Yep. Maybe Mike Lee.
1: Yeah. Like, Is he the American Mike Lee? He I might mean, be the, the a, American yeah, Mike Lee. He's the working class dog, Mike <laughs> Lee, you know?
0: <laughs> but yeah, like, and the way he collaborates with his actors. Yeah. Allows them to actually have valuable input. Totally. I mean, most directors don't do that. Right. And, it's, and, you know, screenwriters, I'm sure, are like, hey, I wrote that.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know? and, yeah, rightly so. They're, like, married to their words. Uh-huh. You know, they don't want anybody to do injury to their masterpiece. So mm-hmm. they, they're going to be, you know, like, expecting everybody to be word perfect. But in the case of, like, you're making a Richard Linklater film, especially today, now that he's established, I mean, mm-hmm. no one can give him notes. Um, you can't tell Richard Linklater how to make a Richard Linklater film. That's it's true. It's going to
0: just happen. Right. And, and this was his second film. Yeah. Uh, the first one was Slacker, which was a very... His first thing very independent it's yeah. kind of like Dazed and it's you know not non-plot way. It's it's very much like Waking Life too. Yeah. Um
1: it's a guy walking around Austin. I think it's Richard Linklater himself. He's the first guy you meet I think yes. in that movie. Um and he's it, it's it's just like like he's establishing his voice as someone who does not tell you a story with um you know, like like we're going from here to here to here and then there's a third act. It's, right. it's just, you know, I'm going to show you people behaving.
0: Right. And then so he took that kind of method of filmmaking. And with this movie, he got support from Universal Studios. Yes. And I guess we'll get behind the scenes a little. Like it was basically funded by Universal, which, you know, Linklater is a huge independent cinema guy. Yeah. So um, this is not an independent film technically because uh-huh. Universal is behind it. Right. But the production of the film was very independent, and unfortunately, Universal didn't put a lot of faith in the movie because mm-hmm. there was no plot, technically. Yeah. Yeah. I think they forced him to add the the loyalty uh, paper that Pink has to sign. Is that right? I think right? they made him put that in the script. Oh, I didn't know that. I think they did. Okay. I could be wrong, but okay. it wasn't in the original script, I believe. All right, wow. So like, they're like, they gotta, you got to have some through line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And even if they did add that, like, I think that's great in the movie because you you get to see, you know, here's what adults are thinking about what these kids are up to. Yeah. um, When that's not what it's really about. Right. These kids are discovering themselves, hanging out with their friends, having a good time. They don't know what they're going to do. No. You know, they're kids. You know, don't make them decide what they're going to do for the rest of their lives. That's right. Right now.
1: Yeah, and um, and the, I, I guess the other part that like I I hadn't known that about the um about the whole like adding pink if if that's the case then oh. um w- one thing that Universal I guess if the, the studio kind of like VIPs there d- decided to have him put that in, I mean, not everything that... I'm always like ripping on people for giving notes to, to uh-huh. filmmakers. I guess not everything that they do is always, you know, wrong-headed. Right. They've been through the filmmaking process and, and maybe they can actually help you out sometimes.
0: Yeah, They. I mean... They're film experts, I guess. They, quote unquote. In their own way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you're going to tell Richard Linklater what to do with exactly. his movie? Yeah. Come on. Not dude. A, not
1: not now you can't. But here, right. I
0: mean, he's been untested, I guess, yes. at the point of making this film in 1993. That's right. So, well, you know, you got to kind of Yeah. And
1: you know, he obviously
0: compromised a little bit, which yeah. is fine. He still and made I, a great I movie. could be wrong. Maybe they didn't force him to do it, but maybe it was a suggestion yeah. and he added it yeah. and he found a way to make it his. Yes. You know, it wasn't just, like, tacked on there.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's a very compelling point. And and, and they make a... It's a, a, it's a really good moment at the end, of course, when Pink, you know, like, does what he does.
0: Yeah, and I think it also adds great moments between the characters yes. who are on the football team. That's right. Towards the end of the movie, it's almost the end, I think, at the Moon Tower party. Yeah. He's in the truck talking to Benny, I Benny, think? Benny, yeah, Cole Hauser. Yeah, he's talking to Benny about it, and Benny is, like... You need to sign this, not for the coach. You need to do it for us, cause yep. you're letting all of us down. That's right. You know, me Don, everybody's being let down if you don't do this. Me Donnie
1: Mel. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you're screwing us, Pink. Mm.-Hmm. And you know, when you consider that, like, uh, there's a bunch of juniors who who probably I'm I'm thinking that like I've kind of filled this in myself. Maybe they took like maybe they got eliminated in the divisional round of of the state playoffs that year. Uh-huh. Um, because they were all juniors. Well, next year they're going to have all these seniors coming back. They were already good, and now they they actually have a chance to win state. Mm-hmm. And for for a guy like Benny, that's everything to him. Yeah, because this is probably where he's going to peak. You know, in his life. Right. Yeah. You he's going to
0: sit down and think back how. Oh, I remember when we won state. Yes, you know, in high school. Exactly. He's going to be one of those guys. That's right. And for those guys, I mean, it
1: is everything. And in the state of Texas, yeah. it's definitely going to be Al
0: Bundy, man. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Cole Hauser as Al Bundy.
0: Right. <laughs> He's going to sell women's <laughs> shoes. Yep. But Pink, man, I mean, the starting quarterback, yeah. let alone, man, that's... You don't have that guy on yeah. your great football team. Uh-huh. You don't have a great football team.
1: And I got a look at Pink's arm when he first wads up the agreement. Oh, yeah. And throws it. <laughs> um... He's got good form. His mechanics are on point. Oh yeah, yeah. This guy is a quarterback.
0: Was he laces out. Or <laughs> yes. <laughs> a, you know... yes. <laughs> yep. Speaking of uh, actors, you know, looking like they play sports. Uh-huh. Did you know Wiley Wiggins, who plays Mitch? People, he couldn't even throw a baseball. Um, don't look too close at his yeah. <laughs> form,
1: uh, because when he's on the mound for the eighth grade team, wow, it's uh like. His windup is laughable. His pitching motion, they don't actually follow through with it because the ball is still behind his head mm-hmm. when they cut away. Yeah, Wiley Wiggins is many things, but he's not an athlete. That's true. And, um, you know, and that's okay, but they probably could have done something to try, try, try <laughs> to clean that up a little bit.
0: I know they had a stunt pitcher. Okay. That they put in right. there so when they get that behind shot. Probably it's Tim Nassau. Wiley yeah. Wiggins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah um but you know what you don't even that, that that's not even a thing because you know yeah his we're, his baseball career is not part of this we're talking semantics yes, here we're not talking about the film act like yes maybe we should talk about the movie a little I'm more. thinking okay. that too we've been yeah. yeah. like 10 minutes of just I talking about like, weirdness so yeah. yeah all right so the sorry folks exactly so, let, let, let us restart we, here we, we get
1: we get to talking <laughs> um <laughs> so it, when it starts out with the last day of school everybody's kind of just walking around and it's a perfect last day of school because nobody's actually doing anything in class right that you no one would yeah everybody's dicking around yep they're sleeping they're in they're they're making bongs and shop um you know it's uh, it, it's it's a good day uh, uh you
0: know <laughs> <laughs> i just keep thinking of slater like no man you're getting too much air right here like you gotta know, sand it down i
1: know <laughs> god and and that's something i'm, I'm glad you mentioned slater because um, rory cochran yeah rory slater. cochran right um who was in black mass last year and he's quite good in it oh um, cool yeah he when he's in there and he's cooling that one dude on how to make the nice bong, you know, like to to get it so that you don't get air in the in the in the carb. Uh-huh. Um, Don Sasha Jensen's character like comes over and like standing in front of the door and he he signals um, Slater to get Benny's attention mm-hmm. and he says Benny um, and he points over at the door and t- you know Don tells him you know it's time to go. I'm really glad that, that Richard Linklater brought that to light um, of and that is that. When I was in high school, there were a lot of jocks who hung out with stoners. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like there th- there were cliques. Of course, as as we know from John Hughes movies, that that does exist. Mm-hmm. But this was the first time I'd ever seen it in a film where they showed that that mixing of the breeds, so yep. so to speak. Exactly. Um, you know, Slater would have been friends with Pink, and that and that was like totally cool.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like Pink is kind of who we follow through this day. Yeah. Uh and Wiley Wiggins to an extent as well. Uh one point of view from a senior, one from a freshman. Yep. So Pink, he's the you know, he's the starting quarterback for the football team, you know? Yeah. He's a jock. Yeah. But he's also hanging out with the Stoners. He's yeah. also hanging out with the newspaper people. That's you right. Know, he's got the geeks on his side. Like he is a good guy. He's an everyman. I know everyone loves him and you can intermingle you can have friends that are different. One great moment is when he, like, uh, <clears throat> uh, like Adam Goldberg and Marissa Ribisi
1: and mm-hmm. Anthony Rapp walk up, and they're like, so we playing cards tonight? They're talking to Pink. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry, guys, I can't tonight. We're going to that party. Hey, you guys should come. Yeah. You know, like, Pink was going to go over to their place on a Friday night and play cards. Yep. And it sounds like they do it all the time. They, they, it's a known thing that they do. Mm-hmm. And he convinces them to, to like, hey, hey come on, guys, you got to come out and party with us. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. Yeah. And, um... Then they have a little conversation, you know, about, well, maybe we should do it. We never go out and do anything. (laughs) Let's do it, you know, because these people like Mike and Tony and Cynthia, they're kind of dorks, but they're on the outside of the cool kid group, you know, Um, they're the intellectuals of the high school, you know, they're not getting laid, I would say, they're not getting laid laid by anybody, you know, in college, it'll be appreciated, I'm sure. Yes, Uh, probably so. Not in high school, no. you know. Not a junior in high school. You don't need to be talking intellectually, and that's not going to get you anywhere in it high school. It gets you nowhere. Yeah. So Adam Goldberg, <laughs> you'll do better later. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike might be one of my favorite characters. Adam, I love Adam Goldberg's Mike.
1: I mean, like, okay, I, we're, we're, and we're just like Goonies. We'll probably skip around a lot. Yeah. Um, his his encounter at the party with Nikki Cott.
0: Yeah, who plays um, Clint?
1: Yes. It's one of the truest most real life thing in a movie that's full of like real life stuff. Yeah. Um, that that really, you know, like doesn't have any false notes. His his whole thing where he lets himself be humiliated by Nikki Cott, you know, when, mm-hmm. when he comes after him and then for the rest of the party is kind of like agonizing about how embarrassed he is and yeah. you know getting more and more shit faced of course. And when he actually does go after Clint you know, toward the end of the party, yep. he's living out a fantasy that almost no one who's gone
0: through that experience actually gets to do. Right, because we all want to go back and say what we've been thinking to yes. somebody. Yes, We want to go back and say, hey, you know what? Fuck you. Exactly. But how many of us do that? One out of every thousand. Yeah. Um, the the Nikki Cots
1: of the world always get over And he's also excellent in that scene Mm -hmm. because he has the exact mannerisms of someone who would pull a stunt like that at a party. Yep. Just singling somebody out for no reason other than he just wants to look good in front of his friends. Yep. Um, His friends are just as rotten as he is. Mm -hmm. And I guess Linklater really couldn't have casted better, for one thing.
0: No, he did great.
1: And Adam Goldberg, um, even after, you know, like, Nicky Cott kicks his ass, (laughs) Um, in the car afterward, when he's talking about it, and he's relating it to like Jack Kerouac and Jackson Pollock, and mm-hmm. um, like th- that is how a guy like that would relate his experience is, mm-hmm. is he he'd try to like he would try to like make himself one of the one of the badasses of the past who was also artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, man, <laughs> <laughs> he- they just really got it right.
0: Yeah, and um, I know when they casted Clint uh, Nikki Cott, Uh-huh. I think Linklater. Had him auditioning for someone else, oh. and he he said to Link later, like, "Well, what about um, what about this guy? What if I go for that guy?" And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> okay. <laughs> he got Clint because that's kind of what he wanted, yeah. and he did it perfectly, man. I mean, mo- all the actors in this movie probably could have played most I'm of sure. the other roles, yeah, you know, definitely, right? Um, with maybe a few, you know, because. I mean, Wiley Wiggins wasn't an actor before. Right. He probably couldn't have been anyone else in yeah. this movie, you know. And he's a
1: kid at the time, yeah. so you know it's it's probably gonna be tough.
0: And we just talked about kid acting yes. on our last episode, I think. So, right. like, yeah, he's he's playing himself, kind of. Yep. You know. So, um, but besides that, Randall Pink Floyd could have been played by Matthew McConaughey. Of course. I mean, who knows? Of course. Mm-hmm. I mean. um... Like and and it it would have
1: been. I mean, if if you if you go down that rabbit hole and and like try to recast this thing using. Oh God! I mean, it's awfully interesting. You know. Um wow but hmm. you know because the the the
0: possibilities are really endless and I, I cannot see anyone else play Mike though like Adam Goldberg <laughs> defines Mike. oh, I agree yeah yeah I mean Adam, and Adam Goldberg is such a,
1: a unique voice that, that that it's 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 tough to even like you know bring it back yeah. to um like like that character was written with that guy in mind
0: yeah he's he was probably one of those guys when he walked in. After one minute of him doing his dialogue, you're like, that's the guy. That's Mike. That's it. That's him. Mm -hmm. And I I love Mike. Like, I love how he's always talking fast and he's always like spouting philosophy and shit that's right and like the one scene he's they're in the car and he's like I don't think I want to go to law school and represent <laughs> all these people because I was in line the other day and I saw this fat guy in a wife beater drooling and I just like do I really want to represent these people that I hate <laughs> and, he's, and, he, and he says a line where he's like I just want to be honest about being a misanthrope yes. like-
1: <laughs> and then they ask him "Well, yeah. what do you want to do and he goes I
0: want to dance <laughs> Where did that come from? Like, does he really know. want to dance? Or is that don't... from like a TV show from the seventies? I, 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 I am
1: not exactly sure why he would like, to, but yeah, it's it's the perfect way to end that scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, what he, oh god, yeah, Adam Goldberg, he, he's awesome
0: in this movie. Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey is awesome too. Sure, why don't is. we talk about Wooderson a little? Yeah,
1: bit? yeah. So yeah, Wooderson, he's a a guy who apparently is um he he graduated some years ago and he still hangs around the high schoolers. Yeah, how old is he? 22? 23? I'm going to guess 23 about thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Adam Goldberg claims he's 38, but right, uh, yeah. you know, it's... he <laughs> says he's old enough to be Cynthia's dad. Yes. <laughs> he said do you realize when he graduated we were like 3 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and Cynthia's into it? Cynthia I love is, that's what I oh, love. She, she's fixing her hair up because <laughs> Matthew
0: because McCull- Wooderson like propositioned
1: her oh, at the drive-in. dude. <laughs>
0: Why don't you ditch the geeks and ride with us? But that's all right. We'll figure it out later. Uh, I, I love, love that
1: line. I love those redheads, man. <laughs> Red's my favorite color. Oh God, yeah, he's gross. He's really he's gross. he's a very
0: disgusting man.
1: Yes, with a thin mustache mm-hmm. and and that that weird '70s hair. Um, but he's still Matthew McConaughey, I guess. Yeah. So you know, may, maybe it would it would it would fly. Maybe you know. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it did in nineteen seventy six. It probably did. That mustache was the rage. Of
1: course. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> wanted one in high school, so mm-hmm. you know, there's a guy who's got
0: it. Yeah, Wooderson, he's kind of presented as like the cool guy. Yeah like everyone should strive to be like Wooderson. You should aspire to Wooderson, yeah. yes. Um but you shouldn't. <laughs> because I think it's kind of not really shown in the movie, but when you watch it a few times and you you think about it, you're like that guy, you know, he's mid-20s now. He's yeah. hanging out with high school kids. He's <laughs> wanting to hook up with underage girls. All he wants to do is drink and get high and talk about his car. Uh-huh. And this guy's a loser, man. Yeah, he sure is. I um, mean, I don't want to go name-call him, but, like, he should be doing something else. And and it's
1: I guess it's just a known thing because whenever, like, if you think about... When he's standing outside the Emporium mm-hmm. and like Don and uh, Mitch, they, they all come back from that mailbox baseball yeah. game. Like Don runs right up to him and is like, what's what's happening, Wooderson? Mm-hmm. When Pink uh, and, and Wooderson pick up Mitch to go to the to go to the party, mm-hmm. Wooderson is driving Pink around. I mean, the coolest guy in school. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, a, a, I guess, an established thing that this guy is one of us. Yeah. I'm sure he started on the football team five years ago, so he's got that yeah, still in he, his Yeah, he was a high school
0: star. Sure.
1: That shouldn't matter at age 24 or thereabouts, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I guess it does in this town. And and
0: he organizes the whole party at the end, I the guess, The party at the Moon it? Tower
1: yeah. is all Witterson. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the thing with uh, with Sean fell through. Yeah, dude. Pickford's party, I mean,
0: it's busted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um... <laughs> Like All right, so this movie, I, like it's hard to talk about this kind of in any coherent it sense. It doesn't have a plot. So I'm, I hope everyone listening has seen this movie. Yeah. It is a popular movie. It's kind of a cult movie. Yeah. But everyone's probably heard of this film. Yes. But stick with us, folks. Just stick with us. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah. Go watch it, and you'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, when- Pickford's party gets busted. Not even busted. It doesn't even happen because uh-huh. the guy delivers the beer early. That guy sucks. Like, yeah. Why would you do that, beer guy? I know. Stop. I know. Enough. I think he comes up and he's like, yeah, I got this thing later. I can't uh, leave her waiting.
1: God. <laughs> you, it's kind of
0: disgusting. You screwed me completely. Right. Um, I knew guys like Pickford. Yeah. And like, Of course. They, like, that's what they did. They, they... They smoked in their room with their parents outside. <laughs> Unthinkable. And like like your parents are gonna be that ignorant and not know what you're doing. I, 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 I don't I, see I don't. How, it, how it flies. I don't either.
1: I and <laughs> I, I had a friend that was like that as well, and and I just I just was marveling at his at his brazenness mm-hmm. of being able to do this because yeah, my mom and dad would have had my ass if, if, if there was ever any any just a trace of that. <laughs> but not Pickford.
0: <laughs> no. No, he can't he kind of disappears from the movie for a while, doesn't he? I mean, he's at the moon tower. He is uh, at the party. Yeah. Oh, he does. He's doing the mailbox uh, stuff. He is. So yeah, yeah, okay. He's there. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets the gun drawn on him. Yes. <laughs> yes, he does. The oh god, that, that that's scary you guys old broke dude. Broke my mailbox. <laughs> you know that that guy was uh, the stunt coordinator for the movie. Was he? Yeah. All right. So well... when the car pulls away and he like gets tossed down the street, okay. Um, that's actually the, the same guy because he's the stunt guy. <laughs> awesome dude. <laughs> Um,
1: and you know, so yeah, the, and, and when they're, when they're doing the mailbox baseball thing, it's, it's, uh, it's Don Pickford, uh, Mitch, and, uh, I can't remember the fourth man. Oh, it's pink. Um, and they're, they're, they're trying to get Mitch to, to kind of like, you know, do what they're doing as an incoming freshman. I guess they, they, they see that he's a, a you know, a star pitcher on the baseball team. They yeah. think he's going to like replace them. So, you know, let, let's, let's show them how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great moment when he throws that bowling ball out the window. Yeah. And and it goes through the back windshield of that car. It turns out to be the car of the guy who attacks them uh-huh. later. There's that great silence after he does it, mm-hmm. and then they all just bust out laughing. Yep. And uh, you know because it was a funny thing, but they they didn't know that that this freshman yeah. was gonna go this far. They
0: didn't it. they didn't expect this. No. At all. No. Yeah. Like if uh I don't know one of the other dudes was with them, sure. another junior, another senior. Yeah. They would have just thought it was awesome, <laughs> yes. but this, they're like, whoa, freshman! <laughs> Holy shit! Wiley Wiggins keeps impressing them in <laughs> Yes, this he does. And we haven't even talked about that, like, the hazing and the kind of taking under your wingness that's yeah. happening here. Well, take us through that. Yeah, so, like, um, I guess it's tradition in this small town in Texas to, uh, make paddles when you're a junior and then after you graduate being a junior, you're gonna become a senior. Mm-hmm. So, what you do is you take these paddles and you chase the Eighth grade now going on ninth grade freshman boys around all summer and beat their asses with them. All summer. All summer. It's pretty brutal. It is. Yeah. And um, that doesn't happen today because <laughs> it, it wouldn't go. No, no. There'd be lawsuits left and right. Exactly. But in 1976, this happened, I guess. it's was so. fair game. Yeah, fair game. And also the senior girls are hazing the freshman girls. So yeah. Um, they're not beating them with wooden sticks, but, you know, they're humiliating them, making them suck on pacifiers, covering them in ketchup and uh-huh. making them say dirty things to boys, that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, now, which is worse? I think the beatings are worse.
1: I, I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My sense is that the females are doing it like once and it's done kind yeah, of thing. Right. The The men in the movie are... It's all summer. It's open season. True. Right. So, like, imagine O'Banion, Ben Affleck's character. Ugh. He revels in this. <laughs> like, he he probably spends the whole summer yeah. looking for freshmen. Sure. That's brutally, you know, that's terrible. And he wants to do it on the night where they're kind of,
1: like, uh, given a um, a reprieve. I mean, like, so it's it, the, the, the night that they go to the Emporium, the night we're talking about. Like, the the, the other guys, they... Um, they're not ripping. They're they're not taking on Mitch while while he comes into the uh, to the right. pool hall. Right. Like they're not singling him out and saying, you know, you better run, freshman. Right. They're treating him like a freshman. They're making him go get stuff, but they're not like you know trying to humiliate. Yeah.
0: Him. Right. Because they they already got him. They already got him. actually. Right. And uh, beat his ass a little. Yep. And then Pink shows up and gives him just a little smack with it. Yep. Kind of jokingly. Right. And then gives him a ride home and says, Hey, we're having a party. You should come hang out and stuff. And, yep. All right. Cool. And, I mean, if Pink vouches for you, then, of course, you're in. Yeah, and Pink is explaining to Mitch as they're driving, you know, yeah, man, I got my ass busted hard <laughs> by, by all these seniors, you uh-huh. know, and there was this cool dude, he kind of, like, took me out, got me drunk, you yep, know. Yep, So, like, now he's passing the torch, you know. Sure. He's doing what, what had happened to him, and he's saying, okay, Mitch, I'm going to take you under my wing, and yeah. you're going to learn the ways. Yep. Then, like you said, the, Mitch is hanging out with the seniors from that point on, kind of. right. He's been initiated. He
1: has. And is he going to get his ass beat the rest of the summer?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Uh, throughout the film, I guess, like, Benny and some all the other dudes are like, if you let us get some wallops in now, we'll leave you alone all summer. But if uh, you run, right. yeah. you know, your ass is grass. So <laughs> they get Mitch the first night, even though he ran. Yeah. And especially because he's being so cool about it. Right. They're going to leave him alone. Okay. I, can, I know they're leaving him alone. Yeah. he's Because they're amnesty. giving him f- trouble at the party. Yeah. You know, and they're treating him like almost an equal yeah almost exactly they're not treating him like some scum they're gonna beat to a pulp
1: yeah they're they're, they're looking out for him they're, they're they're like you know partying with him. i mean that's a great leveler so yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh now the the and O'banion it should be noted uh this is his second round through the senior um his senior oh yeah year. Uh, he, he got <laughs> held
0: back and now he's doing it again I think Carl has a great line he's like <laughs> Oh, Banyan probably just flunked so he can beat everyone's ass again. That's not the exact line, but it's something like that. He probably flunked on purpose so he can be an asshole two years in a row. Yes.
1: (laughs) And, And Benny and Mel say the same thing when he first pulls up. He gets out of his car and he goes, "Hey, you guys ready to whoop some ass?" And, uh, oh God! And I, I think it's 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 either Benny or Mel says, "I mean, here banyan got held back. What a dipshit!" Yep. I mean, like they're not they're not cool with
0: it either. No, they probably hated this guy. Yes, yeah, yes. But they just gotta roll with it because he's, I guess, in the friend group. He you is know? right. So, and then in the girls,
1: you know, side of it, um. Like, like you, you mentioned about like how like maybe it's it's not quite as brutal as, uh, an atmosphere as it is for the boys, except when Parker Posey's
0: involved. Yeah, she's the female equivalent of Obannion. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, Darla she, is pretty pretty intense. Uh, wow, like like she, she takes this really seriously,
1: and, and she's um, I'm sure going to she tries to humiliate one of the girls at the Moon Tower party. Yeah, Sabrina, Sabrina, while she is talking to Tony who has taken a liking to Sabrina. Yep. They like each other. They're kind of off by themselves having a nice conversation, and Mm -hmm. Parker Posey walks over and and wants her to do the air raid. Yep. And, um, you know, Tony encourages her to stand her ground, and, uh, you know, like, Parker Posey declares vengeance. And we've already seen what she's kind of capable of. Yeah. So I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a summer for Sabrina.
0: And all the next school year. Her senior year is going to be spent torturing Sabrina. Yes. Because she's a bitch like that. She is mean. And <laughs> she has my favorite line of the movie, <laughs> um, which is during the. the
1: like, I know the what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> one of them's looking at her sideways, and Parker Posey says, What are you
0: looking at? Wipe that face off your head, bitch. <laughs> you know that. Uh, Parker Posey came up with that.
1: Oh, excellent. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: I knew I loved her. Yep. You know, she's she's so awesome. I don't think she invented it, but it's something she heard and brought it to Richard (laughs) Linklater and said, can I say this? (laughs) Yeah, say it. Excellent. Wipe that face off your head. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, so good for sabrina though to hold her ground yeah i mean that's hard to do oh it's hard to it's do. almost impossible just, no one would do it you just know? like how mike confronts clint it's yeah like everyone wants to do these things mm-hmm. but how many of us don't because we're afraid of what might happen like yeah it, it's good to see that
1: and it's the i guess it's really the kind of the, the the great you know one of the great aspects of the movie is is that it shows you what it might what it might be like if you took that step Mm-hmm. You know, like, especially in the case of Mike with Clint, it's not successful. Right. He ends you know, up getting his ass beat. Right. He pours beer on Clint's head and then gives him one punch. It's a glancing blow to Clint. Mm-hmm. And then he proceeds to, for the next 30 seconds, just get, you know... He gets
0: pummeled. Yeah. He gets mollywopped by, mm-hmm. by, by, you know, shirtless Clint. Right. And Mike calculates it wrong. He's like, we're at the party. People are going to rush in and stop it. <laughs> no. He's wrong. Yes. <laughs> Most of the people are like, Move, let me see. Exactly. There's a there's a growing and then, throng. And then like Pink and Wooderson, Pink and Wooderson yeah. come and break it up. Yeah. Um and you see Wooderson and Clint kind of being buddy buddy before yes. when they're talking about their cars. Right. So like Wooderson probably comes in and is like, Hey, dude, stop it. Exactly. Um, even though I'm sure he likes watching a fight just like everyone else. Yeah. But I don't know if Pink's friends with Clint, but I don't I yeah. mean right. Um he, Pink is respected, so he can he yeah. can break it up.
1: I mean, P- Pink is a VIP in this town, <laughs> so yeah, it's
0: it's fine, <laughs> right? With everyone, oh, with the yeah. police, with the coach, et, et, teachers. He's Randall Pink. Everybody. Floyd. is Randall Pink Floyd. Yeah, come I on. Lo- I never knew his name was Pink because of Pink Floyd. Oh, okay. the last <laughs> okay. time I watched this, just like went right over my head.
1: Right. I just ah, yeah. I felt stupid. It's I'm like, hey, oh, dude. you know, oh
0: Randall, F- oh it makes sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, look, look, can we talk about uh, Wiley Wiggins' performance overall? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, I have heard tell from many people that they either don't like it or they're in the same camp I am, which is that it's very naturalistic and kind of true to how a kid behaves.
0: I'm in your camp. I don't think it's the best performance there no. ever was. right. Um, he's not an actor, he's well, not yeah. um, he is a
1: like a writer and um, yeah. he's also an animator mm-hmm. I came to find out he worked on waking life
0: yep um I think he t- <laughs> I just found out through some bonus features that he did like uh, like title work for HBO softcore porn excellent
1: that's great <laughs> he worked on red shoe Diaries probably <laughs>
0: that's awesome <laughs> well good for Wiley but yeah I think it I think it's very true to what a kid in that situation would do. Yes, I've I've heard people talk about like the scene when he's outside the Emporium talking to yeah. Sabrina. I think he's talking to and He keeps touching his brow and like yeah. his face and stuff because uh-huh. he's he's a little nervous. He's not in his normal environment and right. He's hearing about O'Banyan and all this crappy hates and he's just like man, man, man. Uh-huh. Keeps touching his face. Um, I love it because that's like a, a nervous tick. You, everyone does that kind of thing. <laughs> when, and they don't realize it. I know. And then if you actually like see or think about what you're doing, you're like, what the fuck? Why am I doing this? I look stupid.
1: And there's levels to it, too, uh-huh. because so it's it's like Wiley Wiggins doing a performance of Mitch and he's and he's touching his he's 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 grabbing the the, the bridge of his nose and he's got his hand on his hip mm-hmm. and it looks a little bit forced, but if you were nervous like that, and you were talking about this situation, that is, that might be what you do. Especially if you were already awkward around girls or around other people, mm-hmm. and out of your element, like you said. Um, so it's Wiley doing a weird acting performance, but also <laughs> acting like himself. It really works.
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and when Wiley gets his close up at the party, I love that scene too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right place, right time is yeah. playing, um, and the camera's up in his face. He's drunk. He's never been to a party like this before, right? And the the way the camera is on him, and the way the scene's shot, and with the music and the editing and all of it, you feel like you're in like this strange land, mm-hmm. just like Wiley Wiggins' character is feeling. You know, <laughs> right. like he's like, "Wow, this this exists." Yes. Where the fuck am I? This hidden this realm. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And e- even if you don't think it's awesome, it's just like wow, Um, my eyes have kind of opened and I'm just absorbing this right now. Like maybe I'll never go to a party like this again. Who knows? But now I know this stuff happens. Yep. And I can draw from this experience in my life.
1: Yeah. Um. And and like nothing exists except for what's what is in front of him's face right now. He uh-huh. can't really relate it to anything. Mm-hmm. But um, he's gonna he's now gonna be able to dream and kind of like think in the same terms that everybody else who's been to this kind of thing has mm-hmm. experienced before. And that is how it is the first time you go to something like that. Mm-hmm. The f- your first bacchanal
0: is is a, <laughs>
1: is an eye opener. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. You get you'll either get terrified by it. Uh huh. Or extremely enthused by it sure and right. I, I think it's the latter for yes. him by the end of the night he kind of knows how to handle it too you know <laughs> and i love throughout the film you see him kind of uh taking on more of the mannerisms of the seniors yeah like i love when he goes to buy the beer he's repeating oh, things yeah. he's heard from like wooderson <laughs> and right everyone else he's yeah. like yeah i'm just working for the city you know <laughs> Get some change in my pocket. <laughs> That's just what Wooderson said. He, he makes like, yeah. the
1: exact same speech that Wooderson uh-huh. made. He claims he just graduated. That mm-hmm. he's working for the city, and. I'm glad you brought that up because I'd forgotten to write it down. But when I first saw this movie with my friends, my friends all, we all looked at each other after that scene was over. And we thought that that cashier was the coolest guy in the world.
0: Oh yeah. Cause he sold beer. To a yeah.
1: My, my, one of my friends was, one of my friends is just like, that guy's fucking cool, dude. I was like, I know. Yeah, he
0: is. <laughs> that
1: dude is awesome. Yeah. He's
0: awesome. And yeah, he's like, I hear that. Uh-huh. Here's some more money for your pocket. Yes, Give him his change.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and also, um, like when he meets Carl and his other eighth grade friends out yeah. front, they're like, What's in the bag? He's like, Oh, just a sixer. Like, yeah, yeah. you've been buying six packs your exactly. whole life, so you're, you know oh, it's just a sixer, you know?
1: <laughs> and, and they're just like mystified that he's at the Emporium. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Oh, you oh my, and he's got a you're sixer. You're hanging out with those guys? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And in a stupid movie, of course, he would bring Hirschfelder and Carl and yeah. Houston into mm-hmm. the Emporium and ruin everything. But instead, He still involves
0: them, but it's in a plot to get Mm O'Banion, which is awesome. awesome. So good. Yes. And since now that Mitch is in with these seniors and knows that most of them hate O'Banion. Yeah. Right. (laughs) He uses that as some some leverage to get this scheme going. Sure. And uh, I think he gets Julie to say something about how they've caught Carl Uh as she's walking by O'Banion, who's cleaning the pool table, by the way. This guy, (laughs) Ben Affleck, can shoot some pool. (laughs) But, uh, and then he's like, what? Wait, they got Carl out there? And he runs out, and he's going to beat Carl's ass. Uh-huh. Because earlier in the film, Carl's mom pulled a shotgun on him. Yeah. So he's got it out for Carl. <laughs> Carl's up there, spread eagle, you know, arms on this garage door, uh-huh. waiting to get pounded by this wooden stick. <laughs> that, that, that says Fa-Q on yeah, it. It does I love say it. Fa-Q, yes. Fa-Q. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So O'Banion's gonna beat Carl's ass And then, you know, the other freshmen end up dumping paint on O'Banion And they've got their vengeance now And O'Banion is pissed because that's how he is He gets pissed at everything Of course And um, even, like, the other seniors who are his friends, quote-unquote Are kind of laughing at him Like, (laughs) you got what you deserve, dude Yes (laughs) And he gets in his car and takes off, man which I love because he pulls forward like through the grass yeah. because he's that pissed. Yeah. And, it, and he peels out. And you see Jason London like pull his feet up like, oh shit, yes. like, don't run me over Exactly.
1: <laughs> and we don't get a day two scenario, so God only knows what's in store for Carl Hirschfelder and oh, Mitch this summer when yeah. O'Banion takes his revenge. I mean, it's going to be Days like- they a Confused
0: 2, ex- O'Banion's revenge. Yes, dude.
1: It's going to be, he's going to team up with Ace Merrill and they are going <laughs> to kill these guys. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're dead. They are dead. Yes. Yeah, O'Banion's not going to stop with that. Never, dude. Ugh. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna draw and corner these. I've kids. never thought about that before. Yeah. Like, I, cause this movie, it's so it's an awesome twenty four hour period. Basically, <laughs> right. you don't think about the next day or what happened before. It's like yep. you're living in this moment. And seeing what's happening, mm-hmm. which actually like a theme of the movie. It, it is like, why are we so concerned about the future? Right. Why are we told our whole lives to be preparing for something that may or may not happen? True. Why are we taught the present is something that's just like a passing thing? Right. Like, why can't we enjoy now?
1: And and, and it continues all throughout the rest of our lives. What what are mm-hmm. what are we told in in our in the professional world is you always have to have like your eye on the next promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like just enjoying what you have. You know, we all need to be more like Mitch. You know, like, let's listen to Foghat for a minute yes. and, and and enjoy ourselves. God, you know? I mean... <laughs> Dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh, oh, man. Even if O'Banion is waiting around the corner for yeah, us. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: right. Dude, have you got Foghat in oh, a sixer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're living right. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, so, Randall Pink Floyd... Has to sign this loyalty agreement where he won't smoke or drink to be uh-huh. on the football team. Like we mentioned it earlier briefly. Yeah, and at the end he ends up throwing the thing in his coach's face, basically saying, I'm, "I may play ball, but I'm not signing that." Right. Um, talking about living in the moment and stuff. Like, I don't know if you need to go that far <laughs> as far as pink goes. <laughs> yeah, it feels good yeah. that he does it because it's saying, "I'm not going to bow down to you. Right. I'm not going to become part of the system." Yes. <laughs> 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 like fight the he's fighting the establishment. Yeah. you know, Donnie and Mel and
1: Benny, they've all signed that that document as well, and, just to and, get it over with. Right. Who cares? I'm
0: still going to drink and party yeah. and have sex and do whatever.
1: That's what Don tells him. J- just sign it and yep. and go on with your life. Don't don't worry about it. And and, and then that's when he you know shows that amazing form. What you know with the wadded up uh, contract. Yeah. But then um, I think it's like a couple a, a little while later. Mel actually goes and picks it up. Mm-hmm. And he uh, like emerges with it, and a, a few scenes later, when they're sitting in the back of somebody's truck talking about the day's beatings, yeah. Mel gives it to him, and it's the same wadded up contract. And Pink just can't believe that. Like Mel is like, oh, "Come on, man. What, what yeah. Come on. What, what is this? Right. But he, his teammates are all telling him, "Look, Pink. You know, like, yeah. It, you, you're not part of the establishment. You're not. You're not part of the machine. Just sign. That. Just put your name on a piece of paper. Right. So that we can all play football.
0: Exactly. Um." And and Wooderson even hands it to him later, like yeah. kind you know making fun of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he, he says, you know, that you're the third person that's handed this yes, to me today. That's right, right.
1: Because <laughs> he gets it out of his car when he goes to get more 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 rolling papers. Yep. And, and <laughs> <It's,
0: you know? laughs> doesn't Slater tell him to roll it up into a joint? Yes, or Somebody gets slip that. out of it. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> it looks and and that that little that little scene that they have there on the fifty yard line. I guess it's another scene that I want to be in in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd love to, to like, you know, I guess have that moment of just with your friends laying on a football field, thinking about life, talking about you mm-hmm. know good times and you know some having some 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 good weed. Um, mm-hmm. it, it looks like a great time. And when Wooderson, I, I, actually, God, that's the second time Randall Pink Floyd shows shows off his arm when he, when he <laughs> throws the keys. <laughs> Wooderson at the goal line from the 50-yard line. Yeah,
0: wow. Yeah, and I love it. Um, Here at the end of this, it's one of Wooderson's many great lines, is, mm-hmm. and it's actually another theme of the movie. Just yeah. keep living. L-I-V-I-N.
1: L-I-V-I-N, yeah. which has become Matthew McConaughey's mantra in real life yep. now. He, he said it in his Oscar acceptance speech for Dallas Buyers Club. Do you know
0: why? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, so the story is... His father died okay. during production of Dazed and Confused, oh. and that's what um, it has something to do with his father passing. He made it up. Oh, okay. And it, he got like the inspiration from his father. You know, you just got to keep living. You wow. know. And he put it in this movie. That's and great. now it's like this huge thing. That's awesome, dude. And and that's why it's his personal mantra. Okay, because he made it up, and it's from his father's death. Well,
1: that's that's mm-hmm. very touching, and I'm glad I know that. Pretty well, awesome. Yeah,
0: that's cool. But in the context of the movie, it it fits it perfectly. I know. You know, it doesn't matter who you are, or how old you are. There's always going to be someone trying to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and. You gotta do your thing. Yes, you know, yes. do what you want. Don't let them tell you what to do. Keep living. That's right. Keep L-I-V-I-N. I I mean, and Wooderson's, you know, idea of living is just getting high and listening to Aerosmith. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> you know, everyone else has a different idea of what living <laughs> means, but you know, just keep living. And
1: speaking of day two with, with with this with this crowd, I mean, ten years from now, is Wooderson gonna be hanging out with the new batch?
0: I don't know. So, like, all right, so Wooderson. Is at least mid-20s. so yeah. Doubtful he was in high school at the time any of these guys came into high school. Probably not. No. So, yeah, may- he'll be here the rest of his life, just living, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Working for the city. With <laughs> his money in his pocket, uh, you know? Oh,
0: man. <laughs> Did you know Wooderson's role was expanded once they casted McConaughey in it? Oh, that doesn't
1: surprise me. Yeah. it, yeah. W- it
0: w- Originally, I think he had, like, two lines. Okay. Like, the you got a joint line uh-huh. and the, you know, the all right, all right, all right. And, and they they added him in at the end of this at the 50 yard line. And they oh, added, well. they added him talking about cars with Clint, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They tell you him. what Melbatos yep, is packing. Yep. Right. <laughs> the movie wouldn't be the same without him, no. man.
1: No, like, dude. I, I know that he has, I mean, he has the most famous line in the movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. The one about, you know, high school girls staying the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one that like you know, unfortunately became a meme and it's kind of like now bro speak Yeah, and I I can't even hear the the line now without like cringing a bit because I I thought it was hilarious when I first heard it in 1993. Not so much anymore. But, uh, it's pretty gross. It is. It's
0: disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. Like now when I watch it, the comedy comes from kind of how ridiculous Mm -hmm. McConaughey is and what he thinks of himself.
1: Yeah, his picture of himself Mm -hmm. is that he's just godlike. Yeah. And, (laughs) It's so weird because <laughs> he's because he's just such a sad, sad and pathetic guy. It is I mean, sad. you know, uh, I mean, the idea of doing that uh, in your mid 20s is, is 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 wow. I, I, I can't even imagine. No. Um, But like, I, I guess even grosser still than than the high school girls line is is when Don first walks up him. And, you know, Matthew McConaughey, oh. and Sasha Jensen, have a have a bro handshake. And it culminates with them putting their index fingers under each other's noses, indicating, I guess, that they've been, you Mm -hmm. know, like, like finger deep in a lady, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a short time
0: ago. And now they're smelling it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, Lord. I know uh, Richard Linklater. He tried to sprinkle in as many secret handshakes as he could okay. in the movie. Right. Like I don't know how many there is, but like every <laughs> time like two characters meet up, there's a different handshake. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's it's a good thing so to sprinkle in. Good. Yes. Dude. Like I think Slater uh, has one where they like put their thumbs together yes. and then smoke it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> One thing I loved talking about the different clicks and stuff. Yeah, when Slater's in the car and he's saying "check you later," yeah. he it's like called out and made fun mm-hmm. of for it, like right. being called a dork and stuff. Yeah. Don doesn't like it. Yeah, Don's like, "God, you're such a dork! Like, why <laughs> you do that? Check uh-huh. you later, check <laughs> you later," and they get in a big kind of argument about it yes. and stuff. But yes. uh, I love how you know Don is a jock first, and then maybe a stoner second. Yeah. But Slater's a stoner first, and <laughs> a geek yeah. second, maybe. That's right. So like, these two clicks, <laughs> you know, it's a Venn diagram. Basically, it is. It's a total of friend I groups. That's right. Um, I I love that. So there there's these little conflicts in them. Uh huh. Um, that he wouldn't have been called out by some of his, his other stoner friends because they're oh, true. too high to care. Right. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but Don's cares about his image. Yes. So like, yeah, you can't be saying that. <laughs>
1: And it's and the weird part is 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 it's not the worst thing he could have said, right? Check you later, and and Don is just having none of that. I mean, he's just like thinks that's the lamest thing ever, <laughs> and he mocks him for it for no reason. <laughs> and the other thing too that like this is a, a a weird bit of like I guess my own high school days is is like one thing I remember of going to like summer camp. And uh like during the day you're wearing you're wearing like clothes you can kind of tear around in. Mm-hmm. And then at the end like after dinner, the after dinner activity would be like everybody's coming together at the camp for some kind of other planned thing. Uh-huh. The cooler kids had a wardrobe change. Oh yeah. And they looked a lot <laughs> cooler than they had, you know, previous in the day. Okay. And me and my friends were still wearing our terracing clothes. Uh-huh. And we just paled in comparison to the rest of them. And that's Slater. <laughs> He's still wearing that, that ganja shirt that he was wearing at 3 p.m. Yeah, dude. While Sasha Jensen and Randall Pink Floyd, you know, they're, they're all looking real cool. You got to go home and change, fineries. and I'll
0: catch up with you later. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to check you later, they're going to catch <laughs> up with you later. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and we haven't even mentioned Mila Jovovich. Uh, she yeah. has an almost wordless role in this movie. Pretty much. She's on the poster, but she has only like two lines, and a couple of them are singing.
0: She's Pickford's girlfriend. Yeah. And she has a small role. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey Lauren Adams is in this as she, yes. Pink's girlfriend. That's right. Pink we haven't talked
1: about her. I mean, she's Pink's put-upon girlfriend. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. Pink is carrying on with Mitch's older
0: sister yeah uh, don't you have a girlfriend? Oh, that's, boy. oh, yeah, first she lays it on him, yeah, and she, yeah, she's bringing it to him. <laughs> what are you doing, yeah, Jody?
1: Yeah, come on oh, I know when I watched it, I was like, oh, come on, Jody, <laughs> you know, but uh, cause and then she chastises him for it, and yeah. I, I don't know how it finishes in that clearing. You know, because they, they kind of go off to together by themselves. Uh-huh. I don't know if they go all the way with it. Who knows? But, I don't think uh, they do. No.
0: I don't think they do. I don't think they go any farther than that, okay. actually.
1: Now, is she wanting him to break up with Joey Lauren Adams?
0: Probably. Okay. Yeah. All right. There so you she's go. giving
1: him a preview of, like, you know, here's what I life guess. could be I like? I mean, yeah. Okay. He's going
0: to move from Joey to Michelle Burke. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, pink. Take your choice. Exactly. God High damn. school king. Oh,
1: goddamn you, pink fucking BMOCs. Oh, they they get anything they want, you know.
0: Starting quarterback, dude, in Texas. Oh, dude, uh-huh. in Texas. Yeah, that's no joke. Um, and the thing is, like, even though it's Texas, this could be like any town, USA. Sure. Um, nowadays, I don't think things happen like this as much as far as like cruising around with nothing to do. Yeah. Um, it might. I'm sure it does still happen. Right. But uh, I mean, th- this is. Reality, yeah, like for most of the country, I know. So, I, I love how it can be anybody, yeah, anywhere. And it's sad, like, the movie we talked about the production a little bit, like, Universal really didn't back up the movie too well, right, and release it uh, nationwide. They, <laughs> they it came out in like small theaters around the country and uh became hugely popular on video and DVD, yes. So, which is sad, because I know it, it could, uh, I think, any marketing they did for it wasn't even. The right kind of marketing. They were trying to make it a teen comedy or some mm-hmm. shit, right? Instead of this just like almost nostalgic view yeah. of the 1970s, because it's not really nostalgic. It's it's kind of just like wow. Even even today, like you know, I was in high school 25 years after 1976. You right. know. And I still feel the same thing. You, you related it to it completely. Yeah, I, I relate to it perfectly. It's not
1: nostalgia for me. No. I mean, other than the clothes, the cars, and the music, there's nothing about this that pins it in the 70s. Right. Richard Linklater said it there because it was his own experience. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what makes it such a timeless kind of classic is that not only could it be any town, it could be any time. And as long as it's in modern times, kind of like what we know, anybody who's like, you know, under age 60, like this is kind of their experience. Yeah, And I, I kind of, like gave some 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 praise to like studio people earlier in the show Uh but what you said about like them like having sort of brainlessly releasing it as a teen comedy and not marketing it properly Mm -hmm. i mean when that happens and it affects kind of the the gross of the movie or or maybe even just the release of the movie like that i i hope that the next people who want to do a richard linklater project don't blame that on him right yeah Mm -hmm. i hope they understand that that was the business people the money people that was their that was their call
0: how many studio films has he really done? Like, I don't think he's done... A, well, School of Rock, I think, was a studio release. It was, um, and so
1: was that uh, Bad News Bears remake. Okay,
0: yeah, I've heard that's terrible. It is. I it, haven't seen it.
1: it. That's the only whiff in his career. It's the only full, like, you know, I, wow, that one stunk yeah. in his career. But it was just, I mean, it's not a personal movie. Um, like, yeah. he, he is another personal filmmaker. So mm-hmm. when he, you know, takes the studio's money to, to make a, you know... Uh, an obviously crappy product. I mean, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, School of Rock is a studio movie and it's pretty it's damn good. It's great. I yeah, love School of Rock. It's, I can it's watch it all the time, film. man. Yes. And you think about like how far he's come too. I mean, Boyhood is... Wow. It's it's not only is it like a great film just on like a standalone on its own. Right. Um, It's, it's maybe the greatest experiment we've seen in movies in, you know, 40 a years. A long
0: time. I mean, just yeah. the
1: idea of like... I'm going to take this kid and film him when he's 11 and then 10 years later film him when he's 21. Uh-huh. I mean, even if the movie hadn't been good, it's still an amazing idea. It is. You know? It is
0: definitely. And I bet it got some slack or flack yeah. from just being, oh, it's just this weird idea and yes, that's this, why people are so into it. Yeah, this Kind of like concept. Birdman got that too yeah. that year mm-hmm. for being all whatever it is, oh, a yeah. big you know, gimmick. Yes, exactly. But no, that's not what it is. No, not
1: at all. no, no. This is not so, uh, like self-indulgent. And he finally whatever.
0: got some some recognition for that. Yes. Well, I think before Sunset got a screenwriting nomination, sure. but um that's really the only kind of accolades he got from the Academy, at least.
1: And it had been long deserved. I will always defend Waking Life. Mm-hmm. I I I think it's just uh, you know I, I can watch that movie every day. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I love every frame of it, and you know, most of the cast of Days to Confused returns, yeah. for it, Too, so mm-hmm. then, so there's that that's got that going for it also, yep. and I mean I, I know that a, a film like that is not going to win Best Picture, but but I think it just needs
0: to be talked about,
1: and and someone like Richard Linklater who truly makes original stuff, you know, needs to be recognized more often than he is.
0: Yeah, sadly that that's the way it goes. Right. Um, we've gone pretty long today, have we? Okay. Yeah. So what do you have? Anything you want to wrap up with?
1: Well, there, there's one thing I've wanted to get off my chest for a long time. Okay. Before Carl helps Mitch get revenge on O'Banion, him and the tall kid, I don't know his name, I think his name's Houston. Okay. They extract Hirschfelder from a, from a seventh grade makeout party. <laughs> yes! um, these guys <gasps> suck. Yes. Uh, I mean, like they, they ruin Hirschfelder's- Cock block. Oh my God. I mean, they ruin his good time. And then, you know- why he goes with him, I don't know. He he leaves that girl like alone and disappointed. Oh, because because Carl's a piece of shit. He sure is. Carl's not going to be friends with Mitch in high school. <sighs> no, they're not, not going to be friends. He's done. Carl's on the outs. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be the, the 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 next Don. Um, nope. Yeah, it's 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 over for Carl, and him and him and. uh the tall kid are, are like lecturing Hirschfelder on the way home when he's complaining, like, Hey, mm-hmm. look, I was having a good time. I was getting there. He says, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they say, and they start spewing this crap about like, you know, we're going to high school now where all the girls will be putting out. Yeah. They're trying to talk wise <laughs> about like, you know, sexual conquests. I had, I knew kids like this too, who, who would talk that way about girls and they had no fucking concept they probably didn't lose their virginity mm-hmm. you know until well after college yep um and like it it just amazes me that that, that number one um that, that that exists and number two that, that it was so brilliantly captured in a movie like yeah. like like that is how those
0: guys <laughs> sound well now they, they they've got that Syndrome of, oh, well, now we're hot shit. We're in high school. Man, we're not kids anymore. Oh, God. We're awesome. Your days of pulling tongue are over, Ugh. he says. Yeah, and when when the the adults talk to them, they're like, "Oh, we can't come back." Did you hear that? Oh, we can't come oh, back. The way they yes. just mock the yes. teachers, yes, like that is childish. It is. You are a kid. I man. know. Shut the fuck up. Oh God, I know. You and then Hirschfelder's uh, like, "I was getting there," and they're like, "Oh, did you hear that?" He was getting there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Carl. <laughs> what do you know? Oh, Have Jesus. you ever made out with a chick in your red yeah, jeans? Come <laughs> up, you dude. <laughs> <sighs> oh, what a, yeah! What a shit! I, know. I hate Carl. Uh, Carl, I want to beat his ass like <laughs> right. I Hate
1: yeah. Carl. Oh, and by the way, we never actually see Carl get get hided. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, you know, that's day two. I- yeah, yeah, he's got it. He, he's Days penciled. two. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the the the. Oh my God! Like the he, he's going to get broken in half. Pretty much. Um, you know, if if there's justice, not only for uh, you know, like like for <laughs> but, but, but for. For being a freshman but for all the shit he put Hirschfelder through just now and that nameless girl at the party mm-hmm.
0: yeah Hirschfelder is gonna get laid 10 times these guys in high school <laughs> yes
1: he is he's got better hair um he's a nicer <laughs> he looks guy like scott
0: step <laughs>
1: he does. he's freckled scott step
0: <laughs> that sucks <laughs> oh dude yeah okay uh we broke the hour mark Okay. For the first time in a long time, I think right. since Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what a fitting dude, uh, time, I can't dude. Can't believe that worked. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anything else? Um, I mean. We could just sit yeah. here and oh, we could just go on. Yeah, forever just with this. and, and just,
1: everything. I know. I, I guess the only other thing is that you know, Blinking you miss her Renee Zellweger's in the movie. Yeah,
0: yep. She walks in front of Wooderson. Yep, actually, and, and he he likes what he sees, <laughs> and that's when he says the high school girls. Yes,
1: man. just Google it, and um, and you'll see like an, an out of focus Renee Zellweger walking in front of Matthew McConaughey.
0: Yep, and also I know. Um, She's in like a lot of the party scenes and stuff too in the background. And oh, stuff. okay. They, they never gave her any dialogue, which okay. Richard Linklater said he oh, he wanted to give her something to uh, say, okay. but never did. Okay. So it just didn't never happened. Well, but sorry, Renee Zellweger, you're you're in there. It's <laughs> right. She's part of history now. Talk <laughs> about the cast. Oh, Talk Lord. about the non-cast. Oh my what god! The hell, dude? I know.
1: Oh, Wow. <laughs> uh, so would you recommend the movie, Dave? I couldn't recommend this movie enough, and I also should should give a a special mention that this is my sister's favorite film. Ah, okay. Um, she's got great taste in movies, and uh, you know, I I hope that uh she passes this on to her son.
0: Yeah, might as well. Mm-hmm. Wait till they're a little older, and uh, yeah, yeah, maybe
1: not in first grade, but yeah, maybe eighth grade. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the summer of freshman year is when you got to do it. A hundred, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Dude, I would recommend this movie to anybody. Yeah. Anytime, anywhere, dude. Mm-hmm. I've loved this movie since the first time I've seen it in yep. the 90s and still love it. That's right. It's, I, I could say it's one of my favorite movies. I, I, mean, I probably could, too. I, I don't know, but it's amazing. So mm-hmm. everyone should watch this movie. I mean, it. I don't think it's for everyone. Right. But um, just go into it wanting to see characters. Yes. Not a story really yes I mean each characters had their own little kind of stories going on but you don't really come around like full circle on anything it's no. just let's hang out with these people mm-hmm. for a night and see what happens right so I recommend this the highest recommend I can give absolutely definitely so that about wraps it up if you like what you heard please subscribe in iTunes and rate it review it and most of all share it that gets more dudes listening to the dudes and if you don't use itunes find us anywhere else you can get a uh, podcasts, so look us up there and you can just go to dudes on and we've got everything there too yep and we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just look for
1: us, Dudes on Movies. We'll come right up. We post all of our episodes there and also mm-hmm. kind of some supplementary material. Um, we have an email address, Movies at gmail.com. Please drop us a line.
0: Yeah, what do you think about this movie, folks? Mm-hmm. Let us know. What yes, do you think about Richard Linklater at all? Yes. What do you think about the 70s?
1: Oh, yeah. Tell us about the great decade of the <laughs> 70s and, and all the fuck hues. Your favorite, yeah, fog
0: hat, song. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, so... Stay tuned next week. We're gonna do something a little different from Days and Confused. That's for sure. Yeah. Do 1957's *The Seventh Seal*, directed by Ingmar Bergman, starring Max von Sydow. Mm-hmm. This is very, um, very non-mainstream here. I yeah. You could say this is one of the most cinephile-esque movies we're, we've ever done. So, yes. So uh, stay tuned <laughs> for this one, folks. Uh, so until next week, I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave. And we'll see you next time.